After seven years of sustained existence and one episode on the subject already, can we prove once and for all that this Souls title is the best of them all? Well, if the last episode was indicative of anything, it's that this game has been and will continue to be always worth the discussion. Join us now as we discuss Bloodborne Part 2 on the newest episode of Pause and Effect. Please enjoy. So how that glitch works is that there's you have to be in like the right position to do it, but you need to be at a point where if you drop off like the side of something, um, but you land where uh, you land in a spot that you that you would actually live, because so you drop and, and the can the game thinks that you're going to fall enough that is going to die when you're going to die when you hit it. So there's probably like a collision thing, a barrier or something like that. But if you actually land on something that you don't die from, your camera will get stuck from a top-down perspective because it, it shifts the camera to watch you fall down. But then because of that, you can then run around the world with uh, the top-down perspective. And the camera will just go through things. Yep. Or does it get because, caught because you're essentially tricking the camera system into, the, into, mm -hmm. into only sticking to that view. Yep. It's... That was that was a cool one that that came out at some point. I remember um, that because I re I think I remember just like accidentally falling somewhere. Like this was not deliberate on my end at all. I just remember it stuck that way, and I just did not like it. So I just I just completely reset the game. Little did I know that I I stumbled upon it just by complete accident. Yeah, there's there's a few things. There's a few other things of the the restored content though that I gotta go find for you guys. There's uh there's different models for like the moon presence because it sounds like there's different ways to fight them or something. Mm. I it's been a while since I actually looked them up, so I'm really not thinking about it. But I remember there's like some really cool stuff. Speaking of top down, did you ever see I I forget what the hell it's called, but some developer did. I think it was the uh, it was cleric beast and like part of the town. What was it, Yarnum? Yeah, uh, yep. in like a uh, an eight bit like style. I gotta look this up. Oh, I think I remember well, seeing that. Cool. Um, Yarn Town. Oh, that's that's cool. what it's called. All right. Uh, where? It, oh, you uh, know what? I could. I actually have another thing to add on to an earlier question. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead. So. One of the reasons uh, the question was, uh, one thing, uh, why, why do I keep coming back to Bloodborne? I think yeah. the biggest reason is that you start that you start that game, you walk out of a Cespus clinic, you go to the gate, and you look out, and you see the bridge, you see to the left the cathedral ward, to the right, most of the yarn that you're about to go through. And the thing is that you're going to go to all these places, there's almost nothing in this in this game. That you that you can see that you cannot go to. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Like that bridge is already foreshadowing that you're going to go to that bridge, and that's going to be a big set piece right there. But and that's then... where you fight the cleric piece. That would be awesome. If you could still go and like unlock that door, which would have just made that yeah. that complete that experience. But I understand 
you can't for technical reasons. Yeah, That's and the crazy, like. the craziest thing too, like there's even more foreshadowing as you're climbing up that ladder up to the first lantern for the first time, you hear it screeching. Yep, yep. Um, and that just completely like, adds to it. But like it's that's a constant thing throughout the whole game. Like when you get into the uh, when you're going to the witch's abode and you get to like that 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 one open area and there's like a pillar in the middle and there's a broken bridge on the one side. You look out across the lake there. There is, um, I want to say it's a lake, but there is there is the Kanehurst Castle and you will eventually go to that. If you go, if you get the the summons for it, but uh, it just there's no matter where you're walking. If you look into the skyline, you'll see like old Yarnum and you'll see like the forest and stuff, and it's it's always present. It's always, it feels like you're actually in this world and you're exploring the whole world. Oh yeah, yeah. and, that and then it takes a real turn. Well, true, yeah, and then it just mind fucks you, and you're just like, oh my god. But, you're it, but even even the times. even though the fact that like this 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 town is already fucked and it's mm-hmm. it, you you still anchor in that and then it just goes off the rails from there and it's like what more could it possibly oh yeah and then you start going to this nightmare and it's just now you're is a completely different area mm-hmm. yeah you hit the nightmare um, then you hit the upper cathedral ward and then everything is just like what in the world you know what i got a question for you guys yeah what's your favorite section of bloodborne like what's your favorite area that is a tough question uh section for me it has to be yarnum because of the fact that it just it it just kind of all seamlessly comes together and i know that's i know that's kind of cliche because that's like the that's like the kind of typical answer all the all the all the youtubers and the video essayists do say too but it's like but but it's there's a reason is there a it's particular like, part of Yarnum? Is it the is it just that opening area of Yarnum that like you go through all the way up to the bridge and right before you get the shortcut for uh for gas coin? Like because Yarnum can be split up into multi uh, into multiple sections. You could just say like it's the cathedral ward, you could say it's the Yarnum section, like at the beginning, you could say it's the sewers, you can say that you have the uh upper cathedral ward, you have uh it's just there's so many different different parts is there any one one part in particular that sticks out more uh i'm trying to or are think. you actually talking about just that 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 intro area the i'm thinking more the intro area but okay. i could but and i hate to say this because it's kind of a cop-out it's really all of the like the yarn area all the way until you get to <laughs> like uh all the way until you get to uh all the way until you start getting into like the other zones because then, then all of those have like their own connected areas and everything, and it kind of mm-hmm. goes into its own thing. Uh, but it really is that. It's just the fact that like, because again, it plays into that whole like Victorian aesthetic and all that. And it's the, okay. to even now it's still peeling. It, like I know it goes off the rails later. I know it gets to this whole crafting thing, but it's like, but I still like the fact that it's like werewolves and zombies and like it's still all that like old school horror <laughs> stuff. Okay. 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 I also have to agree that like I really like that that place because it is the it is like an ultimate tutorial zone. It really is. Because you don't progress through the game, game any further until you have like basically mastered that whole zone. 
And I remember starting that game, and you like you get your ass handed to you just even by the first group of enemies. Yeah, and it's, it's just learning to t- have the patience and like methodically pulling people away and just. Oh man, it I just teaches beat you. <laughs> I just beat that wolf that kicked my ass. I don't know what am I gonna fight next. Oh, oh no. villager, he can't. <laughs> he can't be that hard. Oh god. No, because you have okay. So you go. You go all the way up to that that first light. And then you go down the stairs and you have those first patrolling, that first group of patrol mm-hmm. that's walking mm-hmm. around. And it's so easy to underestimate them. You just go in immediately to go fight. Yeah. And, and then you go in there you immediately get your trying to rush. To you. That's how, no, that because that's exactly what I did. It's that like, yeah. oh man, I just beat that werewolf. That was kind of, that was kind of trippy, but I get it, the fact that it was supposed to be like a supposed to lose things. So it could teach you how to do this and that. Especially you fought because you fought like one or two people up till then. You don't really fight a lot of people at once and that immediately hits you and then you you like you learn okay you can't take on all those people right away so you I have like to the like fact that it's like yeah because like you said it's like well you get one or two and then you think you're hot shit because you kind of know the mm-hmm. thing already and then they throw a group with them at you and you learn that like oh shit yeah groups are bad yeah, so you exactly. have to, groups are, yeah you groups have are bad no matter what and, or at least find a way to like hit multiple men at once or something and then you move forward all the way until you get to that that mob that's around the, the fire you realize oh, that you, yeah. have, you have to start pulling them away one by one, either by using the pebbles or by just like getting into range of one of them and just running back so they follow you until they turn around and then you can go kill them. Alternatively, if you um, have the bullets, you can shoot them. Yeah, you can just true. shoot that's them from true range. Also. But, but that's only if you're using the pistol. The blunderbuss wouldn't actually do you much good. I, also true. My first my first playthrough was the blunderbuss. Mm-hmm. I had so, the pistol. I so I used I the blunderbuss on my first playthrough, and then I've just used the pistol every single one after. Yeah, I like the blunderbuss, but the pistol it just pretty much does what what you need with the from the the blunderbuss. The blunderbuss is just better for I think for one on one duels. Yeah, because you're always going to be up in each other's face, and it just covers a wider area, so you don't have to be as pinpoint. And everybody's move, running around constantly, so you need the blunderbuss more. I mean, um, I got it because I I got it because it was like, oh, sword and gun, that's so cool. Yeah. So that, and then once you like start picking, pulling away a couple, you're gonna get too close of range that the guns are gonna start shooting at you, mm-hmm. and then yeah. you have to realize, oh, now you have to prior uh, prioritize who you need to kill first. So like, and that's all just teaching you in that small section right there. Hey, you can't use range combat. That's cheating. Yeah, and then as you're playing, you'll also like either you will run all the way through and get to the bridge, and the werewolves will like will like basically eviscerate you the first couple times. But if you go as you go down the bridge, you'll find then that, that one house that you can go into to that brings you back to the, the, the checkpoint or that checkpoint, the uh, the lantern eventually, or go down the other side and you'll go down to where all the, the dog cages are. And if you're paying attention, you'll realize that there's the hole in the railing. And if you go back, you realize that exploring is to your benefit also. And yeah. that this world will constantly um, double back on itself. Yeah. Which is like, it is like the, like, it is like a perfect tutorial area. And it all accumulates with the skill check that is gas coin. Because you can go into the sewers right away. Or you can also just, uh, Skip a good chunk of them and just explore go down and see what you can find. Yeah, basically. Yeah, so it's basically all everything up until gas coin is 
pretty much a tutorial and that is like the the ultimate way of and that is like the ultimate zone right there for that think, um going back to the question i think my favorite zone was uh forbidden woods just because of all the twists and turns you have to take in order to so much as get around the place uh, and, yeah and mm-hmm. that and that woods. place too that is really the first instance of everything going like truly eldritch and everything going completely to shit because um that's true you start well you start with like the beasts and the villagers up at the top halfway down you start coming across like giant bundles of snakes and snake people and then as you get close to the bottom if you take a specific path you can actually find like moon beings move whatever they're called aliens Oh yeah, the, the oh. Oh, emissaries, emissaries, no, no, yeah, emissaries. Emissaries. emissaries are the cosmos or like whatever they're called. Oh but yeah, 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 yeah. In that, yes, okay, in that, that like one alcove, if you just so happen to find it, and then like it gets truly eldritch when you find like when you get to the shadows of Yarnum at the bottom, which all you know of them is that they look like I forget what those black riders are called in the first Lord of the Rings movie. You guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, oh the, uh, the ring wraiths. Yes. The wraiths. Yeah, like that's exactly the what they look cool. like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So it so it's a toss-up between Forbidden Woods for that reason and uh Kanehurst. I had a feeling you were gonna say Kanehurst. You had because like A, because you had you said Amarta Ligurius. Yeah. I think that that whole area. I think you just like really you really appreciate from what I've heard you talk about. Yeah, because honestly, because everything else is like it's run down, it's worn down because it's Eldritch, it's already dark and you know it's going to get even darker later on. Mm -hmm. Kanehurst is like a breath of fresh air in terms of like how like upstanding and regal and like even so much as lit up it is compared to everything else. I mean, yes, you do have like flying gargoyle statues that assault you at every turn you have the caretakers that look like dwarves that have like rapiers and bow guns and even you've got those uh like ghost women that that like hold daggers like they're holding like kendo sticks Mm. and they just like cry and wail as they're like moving slowly towards you Honestly, like, that area is just so unique compared to the rest of the game. Compared to like almost everything else in like all series. of From Software's I like don't Soul think, series. I don't think any of that stuff even shows up in the DLC either. It doesn't. It doesn't. Which is actually very interesting that they don't pull that because the DLC is the nightmare. So it's pulling from everything within Yarnum. Yeah. In terms of the DLC, I'd probably say the fishing village, fishing hamlet. Uh, I actually just revisited that a little bit before we we are started the the podcast. Um, I realized I'm actually not as far into that as I thought it was. Oh well, I have more to do, which now actually makes me excited to go back. I was gonna say like, <laughs> well, that can only be good, I, right? Because right now where I'm at in the DLC is that I thought I was about to go and encounter the Orphan of Cause, which I've heard is the biggest pain in the ass boss to fight. Yep. Um, so I was like, oh, cool. Well, I'm going to put a hold on that real quick and I'm going to go back and I'm going to fight Lawrence. Um, so I'm actually, I'm, I've almost beaten him a couple times here. It's, so I need to go back and I got to finish that. I just have to have time. Um, 
but I thought I was about to bite about to fight uh Orphan Cost, but apparently I was only in the middle of the middle of the village about to go into like the uh the forest. Or it looked like kind of like a forest. Kind of reminds me of the the swamp area from uh the witch's abode. Um, which I would say that might be that might be one of my favorite areas. <sighs> Uh, actually, no, I think that's more just where I like really, that's where I really clicked that I really loved like the, the shortcut level design, uh, the shortcuts and in the level design of the mm-hmm. overall game. Yeah. Um, Yarnum is just so iconic and that's why I, like, so I, I kind of agree with you with that, part. but for me, it's just the iconic part of it where it's like, it, it it's just, it's just it's it, it's got like that horror vibe you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i've also gone back to that place and used it for farming for uh blood vials oh yeah because what <laughs> you because... learn you could ju- you could just slap them around to refill instead of having to buy it why not yeah and there's a few exactly. there's a few spots that you can quickly just uh quickly grab enough uh blood vials and then you take all the souls that you've gathered and just cash those in for more blood vials exactly and there's, hey the uh, extra blood echoes are always nice well, that's what I'm saying. You use that. I use that to get the blood box. Yeah, like because... you use that to just buy a few more. Because by the time you need to farm it all the time for every boss, like you may as well just may as well just use it mm-hmm. just for that. Because you're not gonna level up with that tiny bit. Yeah, you exactly. Can buy a couple more, and it's not worth constantly putting them on the line because you fuck up once. Because that's the thing is that even like those early enemies, if you're being too greedy, they can still get the better of you. Yeah, that's true. Even even way later, if you if you slack off for a sec, they can still beat you down. Um. Yeah, for like sure. You, you can't. You can't. You can't be totally comfortable because they can't still, especially in Yarnum, they could box you in, and then you're, and then all of a sudden you're swinging in anything just to get out. So, well, I I would like to say Yarnum also. I think that we've given enough uh, credit to it right now. I think. One of the other areas that really stands out to me is in the nightmares that castle place. I can't think of what it's called, but it's where it's as you're running through, you start getting all the madness stuff and whatnot, and that packs up, and you start getting like those weird mind spheres that just like keep hitting you. Um, and you eventually have to go kill the uh, that hive mind. Uh, what the fuck is it? The mind of Mendes? No, not Mend. Is it Mendes? Uh, um, I never get the name right. I'm talking about the area Nightmare of Mensis. Mensis, that's the one. Because it's... Oh, God. I'm looking at a picture of it and it's just... Oh. Yeah, it's in I the forgot nightmare... that. <laughs> I it's forgot what it the... looked like. Because the you have the Nightmare Frontier that ends with you finding the Amidala. And depending on how you did things, um, you'll go into the... Oh no! Because you come from the, you come from the school to go into that. There's that weird lecture hall, that depending on which door I think you go through, you will come out either into the Nightmare Frontier or Nightmare Menses. Um. So yeah, no, it'd be it's definitely Nightmare of Menses. I'm just trying to remember what the, the castle itself was called because I thought the castle had a had a name too. Maybe it's yeah, just the I... nightmare messes, but that just that that castle is just like 
that's like what's the word it's just like oozing with character man it's just it's so cool and it's just and while it's totally a pain in the ass to get through some parts of it like that very beginning opening part where you're trying to get into the castle and you just have to jump you have to go between different like pieces of cover in order to not build up the 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 madness madness yeah the sandy thing i can't i can't remember what the, the term is it's funny because I've insight. just gone through it too. No, uh, not insight, not insight. The crazy. Um, but yeah, like I, I know what you're referring to. But it's just yeah. Oh, I remember just first being able to actually like see frenzy, 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 frenzy. Oh, that's what it's called, frenzy. I don't know why I was having such a hard time trying to remember that. Uh, so yeah, so you're trying to dodge between different covers because you're getting like these weird, like black, like like uh like mental spears that are just getting thrown at you because there's that hanging mind somewhere it's just a brain that with like a couple eyes, with a bunch of eyes on it there's a bunch of eyes on it it's just like it's, oh, it's a that's bunch of cute. eyes which you can find and you can actually cut that chain down and it goes you can cut it the down and then it. you can actually go and to have, it and then yeah. we'll see it and it's uh, and that's where you get that's where you get to make contact uh um gesture oh and yeah because actually, I love that gesture. I wish that was more of a meme, kind of the, to the same degree as the uh, Praise the Sun. Because I feel like that is this game's version of it. I think it is, honestly. And I wish, I wish that it came more uh, as much of a meme as the Praise the Sun. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so that you can go do that and you can finally kill it and take out your anger on it. <laughs> well, sadly, not every meme can be a winner. Yeah, I know. I know, I know, I know. But there's just like that's there's just like so much like it's just so it's just so cool, honestly. Just that whole area. I hated parts of it. I hate that you got the walking the walking mind guys walking around that will do frenzy on you as soon as they see you. Oh yeah. And you just oh. have to just constant pop pills and just get rid of it. Um, but at the same time, it's just like it feels like you're just escalating to the very end because at the end there, that's when you find the uh man, I am my, my mind is not working today. You find at the very top of it, you find Margot's wet nurse. Oh yeah. Oh, All right. God oh, shit. Oh man. I know everyone hates Mikolash, but I think like Margot's wet nurse like makes that area. I mean, because it's, it's a nice I'm not fodder yet, but I've seen the fight. That shit looks hard. It is hard. It can be. It can be. Uh, I've had it sometimes where, like, I've gone through the Myrtle Sweat Nurse where she didn't do a lot of, like, the weird... Um... <laughs> I want to say Shadow Clone. <laughs> yeah. Shadow Clone Jutsu? <laughs> but, no, yeah. No, basically, she just, like, she causes, like, like uh, a mini, like, whirlwind in the in the environment so like it's like your vision kind of gets like kind of gets blurred out it gets dark or whatnot think of it like if you're stuck in the middle of a tornado and she just like starts making images of herself coming at you but they all do damage but none of them take damage yep so you have to fight in the right one to try to do damage and try to like survive like that whole time and they hurt they hurt um it's good it's a it's a it's a fun it's a fun fight Almost all the boss I hated fights. Hated that fun. fight. I hated it for exactly that part. Yep. But I've had it where it's like I only went through that part once. 
And then I've had other ones where she just constantly spawns it. And you're, and you're like, what the fuck? Not spawn, spams it. Sorry, spams it. And she's like, what the fuck, man? I hated it for that part. I, I Maybe I just got unlucky or the way I fight triggers it because it all it's all on triggers. Uh, maybe it was just the, like the my style of fighting triggers it more often or something. But like I always got hit by it so many times and it just frustrated the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. I also really like uh, Yarnum Ghoul. I can believe that. Oh um, yeah, that that village, both before and after. So there's a. Uh, I don't remember what, what the the village was called after you. Oh, when you find the actual village, but when you're kidnapped to it and whatnot, it's like it's just so eerie. And you have the hunters there; they have to go fight to get through. And it's just, it's just like a such a like. It's a. It's it just drops everything in your story. You just like, you get pulled out of like whatever you were you were currently doing. It's but it's just like it really like instills the fact that like so another fear into you like that this game can do whatever it wants with you. <laughs> Essentially, and all you can do is just go along with it. Yeah, and you're right, only like... going through a portion of that 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 town there. Because then you come back and visit it again. I think you have to go through the... You got to do all of Bergen Worth. Um, yeah, you got you to go you gotta beat up Rom and then you end up you end up at like a different part of it and you have to make your way back to uh, kind of the spot where you got kidnapped to only to find that the lantern you used before has now been destroyed. Mm-hmm. That was that was the freakiest part for me about all of that, about like just taking that entire route. I'm like, oh, I can't. I'm like, wait, I know where I am. Like, is the lantern still here? Oh, no. it fucked. And then you walk broken. out to the town and it is completely different. Yeah, it, it, I would say. Like, it's the same thing, but like they've added so much more that all the enemies are different. Like, and, it's just different enough to be yeah. as if you were going through it again. And I love that. That's probably, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. second best for me because it's, like, it's, again, it's just, like I said, like, it's just different enough to feel like you're going it's through familiar, it all over again. It's familiar, but it's so different. Awesome. Yeah. Like, and, then, and then you get the boss at the end with the, the one reborn. Uh, I hate I hate that the first time I did that. I hate that boss. But it was because of the fact that you had the guys throwing fireballs at you at all times. Yeah, that was the part. Is that like, Matt? If they if it wasn't for that, this fight wouldn't be so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But, it, but, it's all, but it's also because like that thing is so big that it's one of those you can just get underneath it and just whack at it until it's dead. Yeah. Based on, However, based on what I know and what's been said, the one reborn is the next boss for me. Ah, okay, okay. So that's uh, so that's a huge vote of confidence. You gotta be careful where you're standing because I have guy behind it or on the side of it, and depending where you're at. It will take one of his legs and start kicking at you. Yeah, uh-huh. I've I've seen the fight. I kind of know what to expect. Just yeah, like it, it has it has a it has a comeback if you try to. If you oh, try to it like so that. CJ, you haven't even done the Nightmare of Mensis. No. Oh, no. that's the end of this. Also, that that okay. So the that village, that Yarnum Gold village. Oh, that has such a yeah, it's such an interesting backstory because I was starting to dig into that, and um. Mensis is the guy that you, you have to fight, right? They, no, that's Mikolo, right? Mikolash. Mikolash, sorry. 
So he's part of the whole group that's been. I don't know if his Mesis is the actual guy or is the the god that they're trying to go after. I forget what specifically, but that that town is another offshoot of Bergenworth's like uh, teachings. Mm. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to summon a new old one. And that's where you get like the whole uh, Murgo's wet nurse and the new old one that she's like, she's got to protect and whatnot. But um, that whole town was, was built around the idea that like you have these hunters that were abducting kids through, from all over the place. I think it was mostly from Yarnum. I'm not entirely sure from where, but they were kidnapping people and bringing them to this, to this, this town to then use as like as like sacrifices to uh help summon this new uh this new god that's why when you get there there's like the caskets full of like people's bodies um you have those wagons the one wagon the casket like jumps out of the uh, it jumps out of it at you it breaks through um that's why you have bodies all over the place you have skulls everywhere um it's because it's all these dead people that they were cat uh, kidnapping oh man um, you can look at some like some of the the clothes that you get, and it wasn't the grave. It wasn't the graveyard stuff. It was the. It's another one that has it's like a it's like a mask. It's like a hood with a mask in it. Um, it's not the graveyard one. It's like a it's like a mesh mask with a brown hood over it. But like that set of gear, it'll talk about how like they kidnap they would kidnap people to bring to this town. It was, uh, it's just, it's just really cool. I, I like that. Like everything has lore if you dig to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it's where it's where I can't it's, wait it's, to play it. Yeah, have fun. Uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's it is a pain. It is a pain going through that area too. But it is, it is. it's so cool. Sometimes it's just, just digging through everything. Just like there's so much like lore to like get through. And it I get really, that the game it really doesn't is have like, a ton of the story. It really and, is like reading a, a Lovecraft novel, but you're actually yeah. like in the novel, like you're, you're playing actually, it out. You're actually playing it out. You're actually like, quote unquote, living it, experiencing it like this whole mm-hmm. shit. And it's the you. It's not like all oh, your character sees it and your character goes insane. It's like it's you like, see all that and you're yeah. just like, what the, the hell am you, I looking at? The yeah, more you man. dig, the more fucked up everything is. Yep. God, did they I, ever do a sequel to Bloodborne, like a Bloodborne two or like a spiritual successor or something? Like, I, I hope they keep all that and then like ramp up the insanity ten. I don't know how you do it. I don't, I don't know, know how, how you, do you would. The way that this game, this game, hand, uh, this game handles itself and ends and whatnot, I don't think you can even you can even really touch Yarnum again. It would have, well, yeah. I don't it think would have, if they I did like a Lovecraft say, thing, well, it would have to be like a different kind of Lovecraft. Because I could see yeah, that. Yeah, true, true. But you like, how do you do the mechanics and everything? Well, you have to either do a narrative sequel with different mechanics and stuff. Because you, I don't think you'd be able to pull back in the whole blood administration, uh, the healing church, and all that stuff. So I think you'd have thing, to do it. The thing that right. I've noticed is because um, there is a Bloodborne comic series that gets released every so often. There is. I actually have one of the comics right here. Uh, oh, nice. Damn. And don't should, don't they delve into like a lot of I haven't read many of them, but don't they delve into like a lot of shit outside of like just Yarnum and the church and like et cetera, et cetera? Uh, I don't know because I actually have not dug into the book itself. 
Oh, man, it's probably buried in here. That, I know <laughs> that they do more. To me, it's sort of like the, the Harry Potter thing, where it's like everything focuses on Hogwarts and the little surrounding area. And yeah, there's a greater world there, but you like you're so interested in the in the thing that they're focusing on because like the concept there is just cool enough enough yes bloodborne the death of sleep okay i just found it on amazon that's volume one Mm -hmm. out of four apparently well yes it is the one that i found in uh what's called in sc2e2 i found that oh nice Oh man, I I should. Okay, I can't tell if this is your I hunter or not. Were... It looks like it, but okay. I thought these were a lot older. The first one came out in like. Did this come out in like 2018? Something like that. It's not that old. Well, let's see. What's the what's the cap rate on this one? Uh, cap rate is 2018 on this. I'm just trying to think. Like, how would you go about? Doing a sequel if you're not do if you're not continuing any sort of plot thread like this, like Yarnum and all that. Why it's, not do why I, not do what Dark Souls 2 and 3 do? Like they technically take place in the same world as Dark Souls I, 1. That's why I like it would have can. to be in that it would have to be in that same world, it, but it would have to be like concurrent to the thing is you lay plot. so much through this game. You don't really leave anything intact, to be honest. My uh, <laughs> If I had to think, like if I if I were on the spot and had to think of it, being the terrible writer that I am, at the very least, it, like if I had to use Lovecraft, I would pull from another one of his stories, like uh, Innsmouth, and go more uh, aquatic, or that would be cool, aquatic, huh? Yeah, like more like more like fish. However, if you're gonna go that route, I think you already got that covered with the with the DLC with the fishing hamlet. That is true. Mm. That's part of the problem. Or I would go with something like Colors Out of Space and get more surreal. The reason why I find it so hard to just do something is because this game surrounds us. It's based so much in the fact that the Healing Church is based on the idea of using. Uh, an offshoot of the old blood, which is from the old gods that had that had left, and the city is built around that. Everything is built around this, and since you basically lay waste to the whole city as you go through, you either have to go make a giant time jump, and this stuff gets buried again, and then you're just basically retelling the whole story again. I mean, that's or, kind of what they do already. So, yeah. I mean, the, the the three Dark Souls games are ju- basically. Well, just I would that. hope that they, I would hope they do a sequel to this game, but they wouldn't do that. Or you have to find a way to offshoot this, as in like some if other you, village, some other town. If you had, had said, if you had said this the... before, if you had said this before Elden Ring, I wouldn't believe you. <laughs> like they totally would just do it again and find some reason to do it again. But with Elden I mean, Ring, yeah. now but they I have to actually like <laughs> now. Now with Elden Ring, they had an actual writer on it who actually did kind of have a like. There's an actual through line there. It's not just series of events and you got to somehow kind of patch it all together mm-hmm. there's an actual through line there i mean yeah let's to be honest this this game is literally just you're hunting beasts just keep hunting beasts the whole time yeah but there <laughs> is a there is a thread there like you said there is lore and all this there true but lore is separate from narrative that is true so yeah i'll grant you that the narrative is very simple you're here to hunt beasts because you came 
to get uh, to be healed of a sickness or something that you had. And you've basically been thrown into this 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 role. But of then that's what I would do. Thriving I, the night. But then that's how I would go about it. I would do something like I would pull. I would draw upon something like colors out of space and be more be more abstract and surreal with it. But I also wouldn't want them to just rehash Yarnum again because it's just so well fleshed out. No, I, I, so, I wouldn't Yarnum want them again, to rehash Yarnum so either. So the only way I could see them to go forward with uh, with a sequel would be either, well, at least within the same within the same universe, you would at least have to move to a separate town, a separate village, city, whatever, uh, whatever you want to call it, but a separate place that has basically stolen the secrets from Yarnham or like stolen like some of the blood the the blood healing and then built their own thing based off that too or and maybe it's you like could go yeah that's why like it's based off says. it's based off another great one yeah yeah and again I would pull something like uh in because... Smith, colors out of space or any of one of his other stories just so you could get like the so you can link the the whole Eldritch thing to it but I don't know if you can do the whole hunter's dream again because no the whole the, thing the, is would, that again i think they would do the the dark souls 2 and 3 thing where it's like yeah they're called different things but it's the same thing where like it's not hunter's dream it's something else it's not blood vials and the, all that it's something else what they do with uh dark souls 1 and 2 that they did that like uh, the three games are all like that where it's like you're basically doing the same thing again they just call it all different things and it's like, yeah, it talks about like the flame and all that, and oh, rekindling like, the flame and stuff. Yeah, okay, rekindling okay, okay. the flame and all um, that. But like, but they call every, everything is literally the same, like vials and all this. It, they just have different names. And see, it's, my issue here though stuff. is, how do you continue the hunter's dream? Because the hunter's dream is directly tied to the moon presence, presence, which is what you kill at the end if you get all three umbilical cords. Or three well, of the could, four, three of the. But four. the whole thing the is third, also there's one third fill of the cords. You need three. The whole them. thing is based around dreaming, sleep. So like you could, you could, you could think of something. But the thing is, it's created by these old ones that want to have a direct influence in it. Now we don't, we don't understand why. You just know that that's what the 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 moon president wants. That's why I keep drilling not colors out of space because that whole story revolves around like this. This something or someone that cannot physically really act. It's just like this entity, like this, this, this like formless thing. And it's like, it's, it's trying to get people into it. It's trying to absorb. And it's like, you could, you could, you could kind of put something together. You could cobble something together there. I mean, I'm, this is high concept. Like, cause I, I wouldn't know what to do in terms of like nuts and bolts on that. But that's what a skilled writer would would try to put. Like, here are the Legos. Now try to build some out of them. You know what I mean? I I kind of guess. I mean, the thing is that this is all Eldritch stuff, so you're not, you're not supposed to understand why any of this is being done. Which is definitely how they end the game. Um, they don't really give you a full reason why the Moon Presence has been doing this. You so it's just like, I'm just worried that if they do this again, it'll feel too much like they just just. It was a lazy clone, I guess. Because yeah, they just that would be the yeah. problem. That would be that would be the trap. The thing is, how do you do it well? It's not how do you do it, it's how do you do it well. Yeah. And I, I wonder that's why they haven't they haven't done a sequel. It's because they haven't found the right way to do it. That could be why, honestly. Honestly, I think it 
anything is really stopping them from just doing more Bloodborne, it's that. Is that like, okay, we kind of got into a corner here. If yeah. we have to continue this they, in any way, how do we get out of that? They have completely, they have almost completely like explored everything within that universe so far. The only thing was that, like you said, where it would have to be something completely outside yeah, of that. You have to go through new mythos and stuff like that. You could still probably use the old ones because technically that's the what only they thing that could, still exists. What they could do that they are they already have a precedent. <laughs> Again, with like with with Dark Souls one, two, and three, it, it, it there is like an overarching story and an overarching universe and all that 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 kind of all ties it all together. But they're all basically the same plot, just happening somewhere else. It's like I thought, so- I thought three takes place in the same place as one, just at a different time. That's what I mean. Where it's okay. like, where they would just do that. Where it's like, it's the same plot again, happening to this person, character, whatever. It's it's basically the same thing. It's just over here. I think that instead of would here. probably be the best bet is to pull that as a time gap. I would take so place too. in Yarnum again and just after a collapse. Yeah, like before or after the collapse. Uh, I would say maybe. it's after a collapse and a new civilization has moved in but doesn't understand what's going on. I could see like a prequel kind of thing. But then that opens up all sorts of questions. I don't think I, I don't think they would do a prequel because we already got the first hunters and everything. And that is true. I mean, you could go back to the very beginning when they first had the old ones, but I feel like You'd have to explain too much at that point. I mean, we could brainstorm this all day. I mean, we're not exactly true, professional. True, yeah. true, 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 true. And we're probably getting off track with this. That's why, like, we have long since gone off the rail yeah. there because we were just we're just speculating at this point. <laughs> I mean, the speculation is fun. I definitely had a question it to is. it, but the conversation flowed there organically. But again, I just find this there's too much. There's just it's too hard of a question how to do it well. So I, I will fair. leave it up to them, up to them, and once they decide to release something, I'm leave going to, to have faith. Ac- leave it up to actual writers. Did the right thing. They did it right. <laughs> leave it up to actual writers, because I mean, they got fucking George R. R. Martin for Elden Ring, so because, they actually they pulled an actual writer for it. Because even with all the technical issues this game has, I still consider this game a masterpiece. For sure. I mean, if there's anything that really is considered a flaw, it is that. It is just the, the fact that it's unoptimized. Again, if and it, if they I, were to re-release it on PC with uh, or even with if they just redid rates. it, even if they just redid it for like five, if it has to stay in the Sony sure. family and they, it, they just bring it into five, it would. I bet it would sell Gangbusters. Oh fuck yeah! Oh and for sure. <laughs> It would, it would, it would fly off the shelves, especially Dude. if they actually implement some fixes. Because they have the technology if they, then. If they give it a revamp just like uh just like Demon Souls, I'm pretty sure everyone would absolutely love it. I don't think they would do that on although maybe I, that game is popular enough. Have you what's the last time you've actually looked at that game? Like the actual like actual like screen of it as if running in front of you. Oh, not there, since it first released. There is a haze to the game so i would love to see what it looks like crisp this is true like 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 perfect anti-aliasing and everything so it's like it's not like now that you bring that up since they did do the redo for for dark souls 
they could do it with the same engine. You mean you Demon Souls? Demon Souls, yeah. Demon Souls, that's, sorry. That's they what, did it with Demon Souls. The Demon Souls remake it. was not from FromSoft. That was someone else that had. Uh, that it made was, it. Yeah, it was Blue Point Studios. But so. this 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 sets a precedent. So like. That's what I'm saying. Wow. If they were to release it like that, that would be amazing. That would so. Be <laughs> I would. But be even if the so in, I'd be so even down. if they just like upscale everything, like you said, kind of kind of wash away the haze and yeah, implement better anti-aliasing and whatnot. Yeah, sometimes they, it works if you for could the get atmosphere. it in four, if you could just get it in four K, that I think would be enough. But if you could somehow weave that magic to get it sixty frames, my mm. god, dude, it would be so nuts, That'd be amazing. Um, <laughs> again, even if you, even if it has to stay in Sony, people would get it just for that, just like they did with the four. So. I want to jump back to another topic a little while ago. Yeah, what's up? What? So, considering the the ideas like what do we what builds do we usually go to? What weapons do you guys like the most? Oh man, Ooh. I knew we were gonna. What get is your to favorite at some point? We have to get to that. This game has so okay. While every other Soulsworm game, uh, I, I, except for Sekiro, I'm not sure about Sekiro. I think there's only one weapon in Sekiro. There's, there's one know. weapon in Sekiro, but there's like a bunch of different tools that you can integrate into your fake arm. Okay, cool. I have not played Sekiro, so I do not know. Highly recommend it. Uh, it's, it's on my list to eventually get to, but I don't own it yet, so it's yep. going to be a little bit. Uh, but so like, especially so the Dark Souls and Demon Souls game, um, there are you can collect so many weapons, and you have and you can like you can level them up. Actually, that's a question real quick before I keep going with that. How how hard is it, or how rare is it to get a max level weapon in Dark Souls or Demon Souls? Like a plus 10 or whatever, plus 20 or whatever it comes turns into. I mean, because in Bloodborne's upgrade though. In Bloodborne's case specifically, like because I remember that's why I'm saying other ones. (laughs) Other ones. Other Other okay, outside of that. Other games, I I only ever did it with the starting weapon because I just got so used to it. Even I can only I really know, speak to Sekiro and Elden Ring for this one, but go ahead. Uh, even though for me, it's like, I know I could be doing better, even with the same kind of weapon that used the same animation and everything. It's that, but I like, but, but I have this one. <laughs> I'm not one of those where it's like, as soon as I pick up newer model, that's, I swap. That's even though, like, my... even though it's like, like, that's why I stuck with. That's why I stuck with the stupid. I don't. Uh, under, yeah, that's the. I don't understand why. That's why I stuck with saw cleaver. So, I was just like, I, yeah. That's I why I don't it. understand. <laughs> that's why I don't understand. Like, why does Dark Souls and I want to say it's sensitive to Demon Souls, but I have not played that one either. I'm just assuming because they seem so much alike. Yeah. But uh, at least for Dark Souls, they have so many versions of the same weapon, and you can max. You can max them all but i don't know how hard it is like how much materials how rare those materials are to actually max those weapons i never went through the trouble because once i found out they all use these same animations and stuff i was like uh uh-uh, i got my one i'm i i got my one that's it i know it i know there was scaling and stuff but i didn't care enough to try to even learn what the fuck it was much less actually optimize well what i'm trying to get into is the idea of like the well that's sunk cost fallacy right there but like how hard how hard is it to upgrade to another weapon? Like say you find like a much better version of your weapon, or if you want to try something else, like 
once you already have a max level weapon, can you, is it, is it super hard to like, is there, is it very rare to find like the materials needed to max out another weapon? So in, El- in Elden Ring, not be. at all. Like Elden Ring, yeah, you're going to find like materials you needed to upgrade your weapons sparingly. However, do certain dungeons and then you gain items that you can give to uh, a certain merchant in the game where you can buy um, like the stuff needed to upgrade the weapons unlimitedly. Granted, there are some exceptions like to max out a weapon depending on what kind it is, you need one of two different uh, items. Like, because you haven't played, I'm not going to say what specifically those are. Okay. But, um, like, they're very limited and they're very hard to come by. Like, if you want to get more, then you need to either restart or do New Game Plus. Again, I'm immune because I just, like, I got my one. I'm going to use my one. Even the so, only time I ever changed was when I got an actual new weapon, like okay. uh, so again, like new animations and stuff. So if I had like sword, then I got a, a great sword, you know, then yeah. I would try something else. Because this this is a big reason of like uh, not a big reason, a big difference between Bloodborne and the other Souls games is that Bloodborne has a very limited amount of weapons that don't have variations on each other. You basically find the one weapon and that's it. And there's only one blood rock in the main game. There's, uh, I think, one, maybe two more in the DLC. I think it's one. Uh, but I think they eventually added in something in order to get more. I think you have to buy, buy it with insight. But so initially, you one. could only that max one weapon. So pick your one and stick exactly. to it. Which again comes down to the, the whole issue. Like you have to know what your build is at the beginning of the game. No, not not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, unless you were upgrading, sure, unless you were up, unless you were upgrading the whatever weapon you had in your hand as soon as you got the upgrade material. No, you could just pick up a new weapon, swing it around a little, get used to it, see if you like it, and then upgrade there. Like unless you were deliberately wasting the item. You because I never upgrade to full because I Bloodborne taught me that where it's like you only have enough material to really do it to the one weapon, so you better do it to the one you like. True, but that also like that comes back to that issue again of like but as you're the, playing the game, you're going to the, keep finding new weapons. But, but the thing is the that's counterbalanced by the fact that you don't need to upgrade to full to be able to beat the game. Not at all. Mm, I would say towards the end of the game you kind of want everything like as high up as you can I mean, especially if yes. it's your first playthrough so you're I, more acceptable to use up that item and not... i didn't i i completely beat it without thinking about it wow okay okay dang Damn. they got a badass over here <laughs> no bragging here john <laughs> this one no wow. this I, I i i could make the joke where it's like yeah i'm not good no i i just completely I was one of those just lucky idiots. Yeah. Completely fair. Like, or I just I just knew the pattern enough. Like I I entered that savant headspace and I just I just got through it. Or the patterns were just on my side that time. I don't know, but I beat the game at least. Uh, it was only when I hit the DLC and then I actually found that like you know I had the saw cleaver so long I'm gonna just stick with that max, yeah. max it out and then I actually was like. Yeah, true. Like I went but this I, far with it. I'm gonna just max this out and go. 
Okay, so that, I mean, that does I did, come to my I did also read every... somewhere because sock cleaver is probably one of my favorite weapons too, alongside uh, stake driver and beast cutter. But I did read somewhere that outside of maybe the Blades of Mercy, sock cleaver might be the fastest weapon in the game. So nah. that uh, no, no, because you have the you have the Blades of Mercy. Yeah. I can already say just based on that, they're faster. They don't do well. Yeah, the, blade, the blades of mercy are faster, but if you choose not to build for them or choose not to use them, then uh, yeah, sock leaver is your go-to for speed. Okay, at least that's well, the way I, you. That's the what way I you put it reading. was that it was the fastest. So that's what oh I was, no, I was no, 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 no. Blades of mercy are definitely faster, yeah. but if um, you choose not to use them, then sock leaver is your go-to. At least I think. Well, then you that, that applies basically everything. Then. Uh, if you choose not to use a weapon, then something else is always going to be better for that that spot. For sure. Uh, I was. <sighs> I got the. T- I had that, um, uh, and the tonsillitis. Tonsil. The- oh, tonitrus. Tonitrus. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a fun. Weapon. I always, I always say it as tonitrus, even though I know there's an I in there. Mm. Um, I gotta say, so okay, so for, so first off, I feel like it's too easy to like get stuck in one weapon in this game. So, yeah. But but let's move on from that at least and say that. Uh, at least the good thing about this game is that every weapon is viable. Oh, every yeah. weapon, but yeah. but the shield. Because yeah. it makes a point to tell you don't you. It makes a point to tell you don't use it. There is, I think there's also like another one or two shields in the DLC. Yeah, and it's even a bigger point. Like, don't use this. You've already don't conditioned yourself it. not to. The thing, literally, the description is it breeds passivity. It like it's literally making fun of you because you immediately went for the shield. Mm-hmm. I think I think on the earliest shield, I think it also says like, yeah, this thing is useless. It basically says that it won't do it won't do much. It won't, yeah. It basically tells you uh it won't help. Yeah, like she but you see a shield user in Bloodborne, all of a sudden you'd want to kick down the door and yell out, it smells like bitch in here. Okay, so there's there's yeah, two total it's a- shields. There's the wooden shield and then there's the, the lock shield. Uh, so the wooden shield, the description says, a crude wooden shield used used by the masses who are arisen to join the hunt. Hunters do not normally employ shields, ineffectual against the strength of the beast as they tend to be. There shields are nice, but if, but not if they engender passivity. So they're literally ah. making fun of the fact that people use shields all the time. Now, what exactly. if there was a trick weapon that transformed into a shield? What then? Um, so let's go back to the lock shield. That would be cool though. But so, then we're getting into like Monster Hunter at that point. I think it also... I still want a weapon like that in Monster Hunter, but that's beside the point. Saw cleaver when really yeah. Yeah, that's real shit. Greatly <laughs> reduced self-formed. So the lock shield is used to defend against things that are non-physical damage. So I assume it's uh, it was included like as a well. I would say it's for like the hunter tools, the ones that like cause like the like the the star shower thing that goes after comes after, oh. you, or the te- the weird tentacle thing. 
So that it's like super. Either I actually or, never really used the the hunter. Either piece, that or like the yeah. white faced uh, cathedral ward guys that like cast magic at you. So and it's at least spray a flamethrower. Yes. So it's usable, but just super specific. So basically useless at that point. So that is the only reason why that one is useful, and probably the only reason why that exists. But uh, it's pretty much the same thing. You're still giving up your parry mechanic for that. Yeah. Nah, son. I got whirly gig. <laughs> and I just watch it go. Um, it also doesn't have like harmful stats effects, like so, so it doesn't do anything against frenzy either. Mm. Oh well, then never mind. Yeah. Passive and useless. It's it's got a use, but is a very 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 niche use. <laughs> yeah. So as to not not be at all viable. If anything is used, it's probably going to be used for duels between hunters. Yeah. No hunters, uh, between players. I, can I mean, see they that. still are hunters, but used between players. But you're still giving up your period mechanic for that. And if you are good enough to catch someone in the middle of the animation, you're gonna get that. Uh, if you're that good, it's not called a backstack. Fucking... It's what is it called? What's that critical? The critical hit thing where you like you get them to like uh, kneel. Well, when Stagger? you carry them. Yeah, when you stagger them and then you go in, you hit the R one and you go like punch right into the gut and just like, oh, uh, what's the I feel like it's called oh. vicious attack. Um, it's not vicious, visceral, visceral, visceral. Thank you, visceral. That's it. We were almost there, <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, that's uh. I mean, if you're if you're seeing any, if you're seeing a guy run around with a shield, either he is. That's stupid, or he's that good. <laughs> Honestly, I would be afraid. That's why I like, and do you really want to flip that coin? <laughs> no, I don't. But, um, <laughs> because I could see something like that in a like return of your arm thing where like people are just running around with shields trying to trying to psych you out. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Why must you hurt me in this way? I could see that. I could see one year where it's just like, hey, let's just do this this time. So my favorite weapon is the Hunter Axe. It's still one of the first weapons, but like that thing just handles so well and it has so much range and the AoE built in. It's so good. Um, I kind of still have some of that with the, the Burial Blade that I've been using now, and I've gotten very comfortable with the Burial Blade. But the Varial Blade has the downside of not being able to use uh, Fire Paper or the uh, the electric stuff too. So basically, you can't add on the status effects to your weapons for the uh, for the Varial Blade. But the Hunter Axe still at least keeps that. I and I, that. it's I really I really like that weapon. It's really good. Uh, however, there are a few that I really want to try out um, at some point. And this is again, you I don't have the build ready for this and i don't know how hard it would be to do a build a build for it but i want to try to do a full beast build with the beast claw because you oh, actually have like fun. you turn it you partially turn into a beast there's not a, there's not a full beast transformation but you turn into like there's actually a hunter that has the beast claw that has this this whole setup um as in the dlc but like you actually turn your both your arms like turn into a beast and whatnot. You are you run around, you jump up, and you dive at people and stuff. It looks like a lot of fun. 
And I think and it's I'm all... sure there's I'm sure there's videos or something out there. Or some guy just fucking. Oh yeah, I can. I can. I can send you that or something. Um, but I think it is a blood tinge build. So I don't know how hard it is to actually get to that point because you don't get that. I don't. I want to say you don't get that till very late. My son, I got the whirly gig. I'm good. <laughs> The whirly gig is is good, but you have to also get that from the DLC. Yeah, unfortunately. I mean, yeah. I know that's just kind of I know it's just kind of funny because it's it's literally just a fucking whirly gig. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a lot of for fun. me because for me, like I know it's basic as hell, but I do like the saw cleaver. But I also do like uh, what the hell is the cane called? Threaded cane. Threaded cane. Uh, I like that because of the fact that like it becomes like a whip and it's it's so cool and it's got range and it doesn't do shit for damage and is basically useless outside of Yarnum. Yeah, but it's but it's like it's got it has like that sword cane thing in my brain where it's like Mm -hmm. like uh, weapon weapon that it doesn't look look like weapon. We all know that you just want to walk around like a pimp. Okay. I can't deny it. I like the, I like the idea of a sword cane. I mean, I did. I, used I don't know what it is about. I don't know what before. it is about sword canes that just gets that little boy in me. Like, oh, that's so cool. I want one. Uh, I definitely used the threaded cane on one of my runs before. I don't remember how far I got there, but um, I started with was, the thread cane. It was, a and I was like, oh, that's cool. And it has like a whip, and it's got some range. That's kind of neat. So the range was found, cool and everything. Yeah, but I've always been the person just like I got brute force through things like i can think through it one up but like i like bruce forcing through stuff that's why i like so, the beast cutter the thread king just did not do enough for me i have not tried the i mean if you want cutter. range if you beast want cutter is like let me see i got i have the thing open oh i so beast Cutter looks interesting but i would pass it up for the beast hunter scythe yeah it it definitely has range like that's not like maybe less so than the uh, threaded cane does but what threaded cane lacks in power, Beast Cutter makes up for that. But I, if I wanted to like yeah. pick at some kind of range, I just pick up the saw spear. Yeah, that's I feel look, like, which is basically just another version of the cleaver, just with some different attacks. Yeah, like so, it's one hand, it's like one handed animations are the same, but the trick weapon is it uh, thrusts instead of cuts. Yeah, plus it actually has like some a more control over like horizontal and vertical, so you can actually get some mm, more move precise set is a big thing in. too. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's the move set. Let's see. Yeah, if I was going to go with the, if I wanted to do some with the 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 saw cleaver, I would actually stick with the. Well, I mean, I'm doing the freaking the barrier blade right now, but uh, the the scythe is probably the next one I would try in that that family of style of tools because it mm-hmm. looks like the it looks like the uh the the saw cutter or the, the the saw cleaver um but it's like a scythe it's the scythe blade on there instead so it's it transforms out into more of a curved sword instead of a uh instead of a scythe and i think it gets rid of the serrated uh tag to it so it won't do as much to certain enemies but because of it i think it might have uh Honestly, it probably would have more of the uh, the rally mechanic. It gets back from the more more from the the rally mechanic if it works anything like the uh, 
the barrel blade. Because that is one thing that I've come, I've grown very accustomed to with the barrel blade is that when you hit things, you get back a lot more health. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh, man. Could go on all day but about this. We really could. So many, yeah, As it stands, we've so already been more. here for two hours. Oh, yeah, fuck. that's why I'm like, man, we've been at okay, this. And okay. we, I feel like we barely touched on things. All right, let me let me give at least like an honorable mention. Um, just because of how fucking hilarious it is, the cannon. Oh yeah, oh, the, the cannon, cannon is fucking great. Uh, <laughs> I would have oh I would have gone I would have gone with the wheel. There's a there's a second cannon in the DLC. It's the church cannon. Oh, that's, that's right. I remember seeing that. Actually, and then there's another there's another hilarious weapon, and again, it's, it counts as a firearm arm slot. So it's not it's not the best weapon, but I found basically their version of uh fuck I want to say bloody knuckles, it's not, not anything that's it's the brass knuckles, basically that. It's just a giant like like it's just like a giant stone with the holes for your hand to go through. It's called the fists of Gratia. Oh yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> It's just basically you have bloody knuckles you can punch them. Sounds like fun. Uh, like do you want It's like when you when you when you punch the werewolf in the beginning. Yeah, you got that taste. But instead, you just hit them with a freaking rock. <laughs> um, I remember. That, I, I, I remember. I went to... out of my way, even when I got the weapon, to punch that motherfucker to death. Mm-hmm. It was, I, it was, it was, it was on principle at that point. True, true. I've, I definitely made sure I did that at some point too. Every time I play, I do it. I like, I go out of my way to punch it's more that of motherfucker. Like a, it's more of like a test of like, is my skills still up to par? Yeah, because yeah. you could like, aside from the fact that your damage sucks and the and the animations are a little wonky, <laughs> all the stuff still holds true. Like, do you know how to dodge? Can you like? Can you actually read the room? Like, not to mention he's already at half health at that point. Yeah, mm-hmm. gave, but like he... you're you're still swinging down for a solid five minutes before he yeah oh yeah he goes down. And if you take like three hits, you're fucking dead. That's two why, like, hits. and you, yeah, and you're still following the same rules where like you get hit too many times, you're just done. Yeah, especially at the very beginning when you can't heal. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I no, because when I say the very beginning, I mean the very beginning. Like, don't even get the weapon, don't even get the vials. I try to, I beat him at that point. I don't die and then come back and no, I beat him first time. Now the ultimate test and skill is gain from the start to gas coin without dying or visiting the hunter's dream. I've done I I haven't gone that far, but I have gone, I think it was about halfway. But then it got mobbed and I was like, nope, there's no way. Mm-hmm. It's just so hard. Yeah, because at some point at some point like, the mob is gonna catch you. Like I remember running around with like seven thousand uh blood echoes at one point. In That's that early true. in that early area. And I had not found a single insight yet, so I couldn't have cashed it in. For me, it was just a point where, like, since I don't remember the the, the layout every time, I get caught in some ge- part of the geometry, and then I get mobbed. Mm-hmm. I I was always I'm always surprised when I find out that someone's actually had their first run through of 
Bloodborne, and they've actually they actually find the Madman's knowledge, and they use that to get their first insight. Yeah, I remember I did that. I I feel like that's such a rare thing for someone to like stumble upon that instead of stumbling stumbling upon the cleric beast first. For me, it was just the fact that I I sniffed through everything, so I just stumbled on. Well, that. normally it's because really you go down the whole bridge it. first. The way that the Yarnum is set up is that it feels like you are being led to the bridge and then going across the bridge. Yeah, because that's what the, that's what the design kind of leads you towards. Yeah, but so, either through either through chance or stubbornness, you could you could just not do it. Mm-hmm. And I think it, that was how it was for me. I just chanced upon the fact that it's like, oh, I don't have to just go through here. Uh, and then I found last... the and then I found the knowledge, and it's like, what's this? Oh. One last honorable honorable mention for weapons: the boom hammer. The yep. boom hammer. Boom hammer. Oh my god, that yeah. thing is so much fun. I want to try that. I really do want. To if try I it. if I can get access to it, then it's DLC. I know, but I so mean, I like, wonder if you can my, find a in my file. I've been in the hunter's nightmare, but um, so like that's how I got the beast cutter. But if I can get farther, then I'm definitely gonna pick it up and test it out. I definitely want to use it. Like, I recognize it's not the best, but it's just a giant hammer that you can set on fire. It looks like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And then my when you I, slam it on the ground, it just caused the explosion. Yeah, just... My, my honorable mention is the wheel. The wheel? Yep. The wheel. Spin yeah. the wheel. <laughs> wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn. What is the lesson <laughs> yeah, you will learn? Exactly. <laughs> I literally go through all the wheel things I know. The best- like. Wheel the of best fortune. thing is watching Wheel of someone... Fortune, fucking uh, spinoff showcase, fucking like I go through all of the wheel shit in my brain every time I play that weapon. The best thing is though going to Hunter's Dream and watching people die constantly because they use it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mention for me is a uh, rifle spear. Uh, I have not used that. It's got it's a fun weapon, basically. Basically, when you enter it into trick mode, it um That's the it only, functions as your gun. Yeah, I don't. The only viable, it's only viable when you transform it though, because man, that yeah, that move set, I can't, I can't. Yeah, I can't, I can't do the uh, standard move set either. But the trick version, oh yes. Yeah, like then it's like okay, now we got something. Yeah, and then the stake driver looks really interesting to try out at some point. Stake driver is one of my go-tos. It's so much fun. Is it? Okay. They always seem like they were like they were like a they were gimmicky, I would almost say. Stake driver stake driver doesn't have a lot of range, if any, but once you get it to transform, like there's a certain move that you can do that just completely melts HP off of enemies. Damn. Okay. All right. It All right. for it forces you back into its uh, standard form. And it does, and I'm looking at it. It doesn't get a lot of decent scaling. Like okay. Even even at plus ten, it only gets like C scaling for strength, dexterity, and arcane. So but, uh, it's it's a fun. What does the what does the transform do? Does it like when you hit something and then it like pushes the spear out into it again? Yeah, if I, effectively. So you're telling um, me this is just like Big O with a freaking like the with the piston arms. Let's go with uh, that. Yeah. That do that do aftershock. <laughs> Let's go with wow, that. Sure. What a, 
What a reference. What a reference. <laughs> oh, you, man. Like, you win right Dug there. for that. Fucking big old man. Oh, my hey, God. Man, oh, my God. That show. that show was awesome back in the day. It was awesome. That's why I was like, man, that jostled the memory I stored away a while ago. Holy hell. I got to watch that again. Yeah. And I dare say that's about all the time we have. But before oh, we go, do you guys oh, have uh, anything you'd like to shout out before we finish up? We nope. didn't even get to talk about uh, German and his weird tendencies. Uh, I feel like we could go another few hours. But man. Oh, yeah. Let's leave that for an NSFW episode. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, just just a warning for everybody. Walk around the Hunter's Dream inside the 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 uh, the, the house. Try to read some of the names of those books. I'm sure, there's something about the maidens that uh, he's been looking up at. Yeah, uh, he's been looking up. I mean, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the lustful, That's all from me. the lustful Argonian maid. Don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On that lovely oh, note. Well, yeah, I hope you guys have enjoyed our blabbering for two hours. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's been a while. But yeah, like I'm just I'm just gonna end it off with uh shout outs to the community for doing the uh return to Yarnum event every year for the past five years. Shout out to uh Lilith.exe and their team for doing the uh Bloodborne PSX make, as well as Bloodborne Cart. Our memes have finally become real. Oh, and man. Yes. And uh, just shout outs to uh, From Software for making the game and probably making it one of the most compelling experiences so far. And I mean, not to say that the other games aren't nearly as compelling, but this episode is like two and a half hours long. Like, and we can keep going. Like, that's how excellent this game is. This game, too, like, wasn't lauded as like, the only reason to get a PS4, PS4 for like its first four to five years of life, like damn. Uh, there's, there's a so reason many- that was. There's a reason that was the meme. There's a reason for it. There's a reason uh, for everything. <laughs> also, to build off that shout out for uh, the, the, uh, the 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 PS make. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to the guy that uh, was looking into the cut content and restored that. Oh yeah, that I guy too. I don't know exactly which person it is because there is a couple different people on YouTube, but there's I know there's one particular that uh that really kicked it uh, kicked into high gear. Um, nah, we can't we can't actually, do it honestly, for shout out to all those all those people cutting so, uh, digging into the cut content. Shout out to shout out to pretty much everything everyone who's like done content on Bloodborne, us included, because like we're really the ones that keep the scene alive. Yeah, right. Like wait until wait until the second one is announced. God, if only. If only. Just you wait. But yeah, this um, is a, uh, this yeah, is like a fun on episode, that, guys. Oh, uh, this was so good. Yeah, like thanks for coming out to do the show. And Anthony, this is your fourth episode. Anytime. I love doing this. Yeah, and realistically, like, because I say with every episode, well, these days I do, that Every three episodes you do, you get to uh, pick a topic and it becomes an episode. You still have yet to give me yours. I mean, not Uh-oh. to not to not to uh, pull back the curtain. So to speak. I don't mean to put you on the spot either. 
No, it's, it's like like I said, not to like no, pull back spotlights on you right now. <laughs> not to Answer pull back, five, not four, to three, two, not to four. pull back the curtain or anything on it. But like, I just want to pick something that will like this, where like we could really get some mileage out of. I don't want to just pick something that I like and then I'm talking for two hours. That's boring. Yeah, just, yeah like you just want to be able to find something you're truly passionate about. Mm-hmm. I want to find something that we can all be passionate about because that makes that makes for the best kind of talk. Agreed. Like agreed, this, agreed. like this. I mean, we, we we have been going for like two hours and we're not even close to scratching the surface. I mean, we've covered a lot. We did well, cover a lot, but there's, but there's, there's, the surface, but there's so much more that you can go into. Yeah. Like there's so sure. much, there's so much depth to this where we could like, go on and on. We didn't I, I want to find about something about the Bergenworth like stuff. Uh, I only briefly mentioned the, the Yarnum Ghoul stuff. Uh, just every area has different things going on. We talked, we haven't talked about all the different side quests and stuff that you can go into. We only mentioned the one that was uh, Gascoigne's family. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's so many different things. I think I could think of something though. If you it, like, if you're really gonna, if you're really gonna drill at me about it, I think I could think of something again where it's like, oh yeah, we can get some real talk and we can get some real talking out of it. Yeah, and and real talk, I'm probably gonna do more episodes on Bloodborne because there's so much to talk about. Oh, yeah. we got we got to pull more people. Suggestion though, yeah. we might want to make it very specific things that we're talking about. If yeah. you want to go that route, agreed. Like one of them make about like uh the different quests or one about oh one of them about uh I'd say I don't I maybe go into like the different different areas specifically and what what we can find coming up to that uh that podcast. Yeah, I don't know, whatever you want to do, honestly though. I'm I have sure some we'll research of... to do and more of this game to play. Yep. Seven, I'm sure we'll think of seven playthroughs in and I've still never finished it. We didn't even Dude. touch on that. Oh yeah, like I do. He, he mentioned I do it. He owe mentioned you an ex- I do owe you an explanation. <laughs> so oh, we're saving um, that for next time. Yeah, we'll just save oh. it for next time. Yeah, we'll save like, it for next time. Then. We didn't even touch on like what the hell does that like what? Oh, yeah. Well, well, CJ, thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank yeah, you right? guys once again for coming on. Yeah, it's fun uh, to nerd out about uh, about something. So I'm absolutely. always down for these. Mm-hmm. Ah, happy to hear it. And that's our show. Thank you everyone so much for listening to this two and a half hours of insane rambling, which pretty much is just the theme of Bloodborne as a whole. Uh, please, and please stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you everyone so much for listening. Take care. Now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's how it goes.